Hey, thanks so much for joining me today. Today we're going to be talking about taking God seriously. And so let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you so much that you want to be where we are. We thank you so much for revelation knowledge, for teaching us your way, showing us your heart, for modeling us of what our lives should look like. And we just want to receive that. We want to just appreciate you today, give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. God is so good, and He is so in love with us. He is so working to get revelation knowledge to us. Just the opposite of what most people think. Most people think God is a mystery. You can't know Him. You can't know what He's doing and what He's about, but He tells us in the Word of God. Revelation, He prophesies to us that we're, He's coming, and we're to be ready. Jesus said over and over to be ready. And to be ready, we have to have understanding. And so in having understanding is how we really can do the will of God. And so I wanted to read to you um, in Matthew 17, some of it. Um, the, there was a man and he had a son and he was epileptic. And the disciples weren't able to cast the demon out. And so the boy's man, um, father brought the boy to Jesus and said, your disciples couldn't do this. And so I'm bringing him to you. And I want to read to you what Jesus said. He said to them, um, well, first of all, he said, how long am I to remain with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon. And it came out of him and the boy was cured instantly. And then the disciples came to Jesus and asked privately, why could we not drive it out? And right there proves that we are supposed to ask for wisdom. We're supposed to ask why. And, you know, the disciples were asking Jesus questions all the time, as were other people. And so it, he isn't a mystery. In fact, Jesus said the mysteries of the kingdom of God are meant to be revealed in Mark 4. And James 1.5 says that we can ask God for wisdom and he'll give it to, to us liberally without fault finding. And I just find that that is really what God is doing. He's constantly trying to get his wisdom to us. And so we have to have ears to hear and take him seriously. And um, so anyway, he said to them, because of the littleness of your faith, that is your lack of firmly relying on and truly, I say to you, if you had relying on God, firmly relying, trusting. For truly, I say to you, if you have faith that is living like a grain of mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and nothing will be impossible for you. And then he said, but this kind goes out by fasting and prayer. And a lot of translations don't say that. I wanted to read to you the message translation, because this is where God brought my thinking today for the message. And, um, Matthew 17 through 18, Jesus said, What a generation, no sense of God, no focus to your lives. How many times do I have to go over these things? How much longer do, you have to, do I have to put up with this? Bring the boy here. He ordered the afflicting demon out, and it was out, gone. From that moment on, the boy was well. When the, disciples had her, when the disciples had Jesus off to themselves, they asked, why couldn't we throw it out? Because you're not taking God seriously, Jesus said. 
The simple truth is that you have had, if you had a mere kernel of um, faith, a poppy seed, say, you would tell this mountain to move and it would move. There would be nothing impossible for you to tackle. And the reason I like this, and, and this is what I feel like God is saying to us today, is because instead of saying fasting and prayer, which is really the same as taking God seriously, it says to take God seriously. God is saying to me to tell you, and even to me, I feel very convicted. We want a relationship, and, and maybe some of us aren't so close to this than others, but with no strings attached. Um, a relationship where God is doing all the work and where we don't have to do anything. And what I'm trying to say is what I felt like God was showing me today is we're asking him, you know, we're seeking his hand. And um, a lot of people are, and, and not all of us, but a lot of people, you know, you tell them the answer they don't want the answer because they want this like no strings attached relationship. They don't want to put anything into it. And that's what God is saying. We're not taking him seriously. You know, we're going, Lord, Lord, this and Lord, that. And, you know, we want so many things and that's good. God loves us and he wants to give to us. But, you know, he's wanting us to do his work. He's wanting us to show who he is. He's wanting us to imitate him. Jesus came. He said, I'm here. I'm the Father. You've seen me. You've seen the Father. I say and do what the Father says and does. And so if you've seen me, you've seen him. Now you go and you do those greater things like I was doing. The greater thing. You're going to do greater things than I. And I truly believe the greater thing is to imitate him, to live our lives, um, to represent him. And we have to understand that this time here is so little compared to eternity. And we're only here for a time being. And we don't want to take the time, some of us don't want to take the time to get to know him and find out, you know, about him and then actually take him seriously enough to represent him. That's what Jesus was saying to the disciples, because you're not, you're not getting this. You're not taking me seriously. My power, maybe, you know, one thing you would say, is my power is living on the inside of you. When he left, he said the Holy Spirit was going to come and we would be endued with power. And we don't act like that because we don't really know that because we don't want to spend the time to do that. I mean, who wants to fast and pray? We're always turning up our nose at that because we don't want to tell our flesh no. And fasting and praying is getting to know God and telling our flesh no. And, you know, I felt really convicted this morning because there had been something I was kind of wanting to do for a while. And it's not like I hadn't had plenty of time to do it. And um, I just felt like God was saying, well, in this time, could you take me seriously? I'm coming. The world is a mess. I'm asking you to write this book, to do this and to do that. Can you just put that aside for a while? Can, can you take me seriously? And this is during the message that I'm getting ready. And I'm like, wow, listen to his heart. He's saying, can you take me seriously? Can you do this? Are you going around 
laying hands on the sick and casting out demons. Are you are you really about what I'm about? Are you, are you concerned about what I'm concerned about? You know, we want him to be so concerned about us, and he is a dad, and he's more mature, and that's true. But Jesus said that we're to imitate him, we're to be like him, we're to grow up. He said, be perfect, and in, in the translation, it means to grow up and to be like him. And yet, we're just wanting to sit around and feed our flesh and... You know, we're, we're acting like, you know, nothing's going on. Jesus isn't coming. People aren't going to be going to hell. There's not going to be a new heaven and a new earth. We're not taking him seriously. What about the rich man? That's the other thing God brought up to me today. That's how we can compare ourselves. So, you know, he walks up to Jesus and he said, what do I have to do to have eternal life? Jesus said, give away your stuff and follow me. So he's saying, you have a God. And I need you to do my work. Come and, come and do what I do. Walk the walk. I walk, Jesus said. And he's like, man, I can't do this. Nope. I need my stuff. He's living this temporary life, and his stuff is too important to him. So he says no. And then God was showing me that's how we are. We want a no-strings-attached relationship. You know. So he's like, oh, I'm going to go figure out a better way. But there is no better way. Jesus is the way. You can't get to God except through Jesus. And so he missed it. I believe he missed eternal life and unless things change. And he didn't even stay to hear what Jesus said. He said it's going to be harder for a rich man to enter into eternal life than for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. And he said, then disciples were like freaking out. They're like, well, then, wow, this is harsh because they're thinking how rich this guy is. And God ex- expect, uh, Jesus is expecting them to, him to give away all of his stuff. But, you know, Jesus, he knew. You know, he asked the man, he said, you know, you know the commandments. And he said, well, I did them all. But he didn't realize he had a God before God because if you can't give up your stuff, if you can't give up your flesh on a Friday night, which is what God was saying to me. I want to do something else. I want to do something fun on Fridays. And um, because it seems like everyone else is, and he's saying, well, can you just be with me on Fridays? You know, even though you're not working, can you just be with me on Fridays? And I'm like, of course, I'm going to take you seriously. You know, and some of the time we don't take him seriously, at least I don't, is because I don't think that much of myself. And I don't think that, you know, sometimes I get caught in that trap of thinking, God doesn't really need me. And, you know, what I'm doing isn't very important, but that's a lie that I believe when I'm listening to the enemy. And so God is saying, you know, that's what we do. It's like, you know, some people who are just trying God out, who don't know God, I think he's really talking about mostly for the no-strings-attached relationship. They want to go to God. They want to get something. They want it quick. Like, for instance, you want to take out a loan. You want to do it quick. So you're going to do it the quickest way because you want to do this and you want to get this. And this is what you want. This is what your flesh wants. And you want to do this. And so some people go to God and they want this quick answer, this quick miracle, this quick thing done. But they don't want to learn who God is or live in his kingdom or represent him. And so they're like, nope, I'm just going to find a different way. Maybe for healing, oh, that's too hard. I'm just going to have surgery. And then they have surgery. 
And then they end up in the same place again and never really getting to the root of that healing. God is so good, you know, and he's so merciful. Uh, um, did I say that funny? He's so merciful. And um, I just think of the time that I had kidney stones three times and he never said, stop doing that. He already knew that I was working towards eating healthy, but he didn't say, I'm not going to heal you again. That's it. I did it once. That's it. No, he didn't say that. And so if you're in that place right now and you feel convicted that you've been having this no strings attached relationship, you got time to get it right. You can say, okay, I'm going to give away my stuff. It's not going to be important to me. And I'm going to walk the walk you walk. And I'm going to be thinking about what you're thinking about. He's preparing for the new heaven and the new earth. Um, the earth is going to burn. People are going to be going to hell. We're going to be judged. There's a big to-do coming up, and God is saying, we're not taking him seriously. We're just looking for an easy way out. You know, and the disciples in that situation obviously weren't getting something either because he said this kind of goes out by fasting and prayer because um, you're not taking me seriously. Because if you had faith this tiny, you could tell anything what to do, but do you believe me? Do you believe me that you can do that? Do you believe you can cast out demons, lay hands on the sick, drink something deadly and it won't harm you? Do you believe it? Well, if you don't, that means we got to get tighter with him. We got to spend more time with him. Maybe skip a lunch or skip a, a night out with a girl shopping and just sit with him a little longer. You know, by mistake, I got so close to God that I told a demon what to do and he did it. And when I think back, I was like, wow, I just had this childlike faith. And the more you grow and the more judgment you get by the world, less confidence you kind of have. And that's why we got to spend that time and get really serious about God and our calling. We're all called to do something, not just some of us. You know, and that reminds me of the fasting and prayer thing, you know. When you hear baby Christians respond to fasting and prayer, they're like, oh, I don't want to do that. It's too hard. And it really is too hard unless you just tell God that you want to do it, but you need him to help you. And he does, and he will. And um, so, yeah, this is what God is saying to us today. Take me seriously. I mean, there's, there's things coming, and Jesus said, be watchful. Be prayerful because all of a sudden, just like that, just like that, can't snap today. Just like that, it's going to happen. Just like that, he's going to be here. And he's going to be saying, you know, I asked you to do this, I asked you to do that. And you just got caught up in something else. This time is temporary. It's so temporary. What is seen is temporary. What is unseen is eternal. God's going to bring you into that unseen realm. And you're going to have visions, and you're going to have dreams, and you're going to know what he's calling you to do. And then in order to have faith to do it, you got to be hanging out with him. you got to tighten your relationship with him. God is so good, and if you've never asked him to come live on the inside of you and to teach you and to show you what he's calling you to do and get to that place, if you want to take him seriously, you know, Saying that prayer, so many people think they, they're just saying this prayer and it's their ticket to heaven, but really it's a relationship with Jesus. It's a relationship with God. 
that gets you to heaven. And when you have that relationship and you're willing for him to teach you and correct you, like that conviction I had this morning, or you might be having that you're really asking him stuff, but you don't want any strings attached. You don't want him to expect anything of you. That is, that is something that we need to be corrected and we need to be shown. Lots of people don't like to be shown that they're wrong. I've learned it's a good thing to find out I'm wrong because if I think I'm right and I'm wrong, then I'm not going to be right with him. I have to see through his eyes. We have to see ourselves through his eyes. We need that correction. And so asking him to come and live on the inside of you and on the inside of you, you're saying, correct me, teach me. I want to be your witness. I want to take you seriously. I can't do anything without you. Just teach me your way. And so it's more than a prayer. It's a relationship and it's a commitment with strings attached. You know, so many people say, I don't have to do anything. Jesus did it all. And man, they are so wrong. You know, if you start your relationship with Jesus, you're going to find out you were thinking wrongly if you're thinking that. And so I want to pray with you. If you want to ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you and be your God and commit to him, pray with me. Dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you so much that you want to teach us your way, that we, you want us to be a part of what you're doing, that you have something for us to do to represent you, to show who you are, and to um, be a part of getting the world cleaned up, be, being a part of making a difference. We don't want to be ignorant, Lord. We want to know you. We want to know your truth. We want to be corrected. And so we're asking you to do that right now in Jesus' name. We thank you and praise you. You said that when you when you were already knocking at the door of our heart and you're going to come in if we ask you to and you're going to hang out with us. You're going to teach us. You're going to dine with us. And we just receive you right now in Jesus' name. We receive you right now in Jesus' name. So if you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word is God. And so when you get to know God, you, you got to get to know this Word. you got to get to know the Word of God. you got to look at it and put it in your heart. And then faith comes, and faith comes because you're getting to know who God is. You're getting to know Him Himself. And He's exciting. Jesus said, if you obeyed what you heard, He'd manifest Himself to you. If you do all He's telling you to do, you're going to be blessed, blessed, blessed. Blessed in the city, blessed in the country, blessed when you go in, blessed when you go out. You're going to be so blessed. So thanks so much for listening today. And remember, you want a strings-attached relationship. You want to be a part of what God is doing. And you're going to be so richly rewarded. I want to tell you that right now. And what better reward even to have your loved ones see the truth of who God is, of you not just calling yourself a Christian, but acting like not a Christian. But, and, and then to have all that peace and the knowing that when he comes for you, it won't be like a thief in the night or for your loved ones, for who you showed who God is, but you're going to be ready for him. You know, I just want to say that, you know, the people that aren't ready, that aren't watching and preparing and being corrected every day, it's going to be like in the day of Noah. They had no idea what was going to happen. And 
if you're that person, you have to know that it's going to be another big to-do. God is going to start over again. And if you're not right with him, if you want nothing to do with him, then that's going to show up on that day. And um, you're going to be separated from him forever. Well, thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.